This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. Thought it would be worth kind of walking through uh, the differential of, of, uh, of hypoglycemia. So obviously the most common thing we see in the ED with hypoglycemia is just going to be folks who are having an insulin reaction. And the key historical features when someone comes in having hypoglycemia after taking insulin, what do you want to know about them? How much did you take and when did you take it? Yeah, how much did you take, when did you take it, and, and what did you take, right? So short-acting versus long-acting insulin. So what's the half-life of Humalog, like just regular insulin? It's like 20 or 30 minutes. So usually those folks, if you watch them for an hour in the emergency department, they're keeping some PO down and their sugars are good, they're usually good to go. Now the long acting insulins are usually more of a problem in the setting of like huge overdoses. The nice thing about the long acting insulins, they uncommonly cause hypoglycemia. Lantus would be a good example where it's very gradual onset and very gradual offset. So usually if patients are hypoglycemic, that's not the full explanation. There's something else going on. Just taking extra Lantus is unlikely to cause a significant hypoglycemia. But if what they did take is long acting, that's gonna obviously change how you think about how long we need to observe them and what we need to do. Now in terms of the oral hypoglycemic agents, there's really two big distinctions there, is whether the patient is on a sulfonylurea, like glipizide, or whether they're on almost anything else. Because for example, if you look at, at medicines like metformin, those medicines are very unlikely to cause hypoglycemia. In fact, they essentially don't cause hypoglycemia. Essentially, they just increase the sort of sensitivity of the body to endogenous insulin. But the medicines like glipizide or gliburide, the sulfonylureas, those medicines actually cause your pancreas to secrete more insulin. So those are like taking a long-acting insulin. And the half-lives of those medicines, the glipizide and glyburide, are very, are very long, upwards of 6, 8, 10, 12 hours or longer, depending on the specific formulation. So when we see people who come in with hypoglycemia and they're on a sulfonylurea, those patients most of the time will simply be admitted to the hospital for monitoring and observation because the risk of rebound hypoglycemia is great. And nowhere is that more important than in children. The sulfonylureas are on the short list of the so-called one pill can kill medicines for children. So like a 10 kilo toddler who takes a dose of grandma's glyburide, that can be a life-threatening ingestion. And often they get just refractory, like profound episodes of hypoglycemia. So then what if you see hypoglycemia in patients who are not diabetics? What kind of conditions do we think about then? I think about it generally in terms of what's their nutritional status. So are they severely malnourished? Outside of that, it's very unlikely the patients are going to get, a healthy person's going to get actual hypoglycemia. When people talk about being hypoglycemic, it's almost always anything but hypoglycemia causing those symptoms that they're reporting because that's not really a thing. Patients with liver disease are the big example, a big exception. So remember that your, your liver is storing glucose as glycogen and then converting that glycogen in your liver back into glucose to maintain your blood sugar levels. And so if you have a non-functioning liver, you really are at risk of developing hypoglycemia without being on any of these medications. That's kind of one of the most important things. And then the other thing to think about are patients with adrenal insufficiency. 
So if someone has as on uh, has uh, you know long-standing adrenal insufficiency, those patients too can get refractory episodes of hypoglycemia and things, and can need until you replete their glucocorticoids IV, they're really going to continue to have that problem. And that's kind of in a nutshell a quick tour uh, of hypoglycemia as a request. Let's have a good shift. Thanks, everybody. We are on a quest to provide the world with free medical education. Please help us out by rating us on iTunes, following us on social media, and subscribing to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.